Hello and welcome to the JRE Review for the week of September 10th. Uh, a lot of podcasts going on. Joe is pumping these bad boys out. Um, for those that are new to this podcast, basically what I do is uh, pay uh, my respects and homage to Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan Experience by reviewing the podcast of the week. Um, I do mostly all of them. I often have guests on. Uh, it's, they're not super long, my podcast, but I just talk about things that I found interesting, things that were inspiring, things that really have opened my eyes to something new, and then also, you know, how it has affected uh, my guests that come on, or just fans of Joe Rogan that are inspired by the message that he brings. I mean, I say it every time, but, you know, this isn't just like watching The Late Show, you know, with Stephen Colbert. As entertaining as that can be, there's something more going on with Rogan's podcast. It's really fascinating, and it's opening up people's eyes and minds to, uh, I don't know, a better future and, and more hope for them and with great entertainment. So uh, that's why I do it. I love listening to it. I know a lot of you guys do, and I'm going to continue to improve this show as much as I can, in any way that I can, just to make it uh, worthwhile. But, uh, you know, like many people I've talked to, you listen to a podcast, you often have questions or comments and just things you want to add to it. And uh, I, I think this is going to be the platform for for a lot of those things. So anyway, without further ado, um, what I'm doing differently now is I'm going to have uh, my episodes be a little bit shorter, and instead of cramming in four to five podcasts, which I've been doing, which is mostly just like a bullet point rush through, and it gets a little ugly and kind of confusing, uh, even for me, I'm going to focus just on each podcast and just do a little one and then focus on that podcast and start the dialogue there. So uh, this podcast is for 1167 Larry Sharp. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to this one, it's a really interesting podcast because Joe usually doesn't get kind of, uh, what can I say, not aggressive, but he usually doesn't get as argumentative as he did in this one. Uh, he was really pushing Larry to make his points, and Larry is a gentleman running for the governor position in New York State. He's running as uh, a libertarian or something. Uh, I don't know too much about what that means. Um, uh, but, you know, you will find listening to this podcast, there's plenty of shit that I don't know anything about, but uh, I do my best, and... It's like a third party, you know, it's not Democrat, it's not Republican, it has like aspects of both. And he comes in talking some logic. I guess Joe has been listening to him, watching some videos of his online, and was finding him pretty interesting. And saying things like, okay, this guy, this is, uh, this is cool. How about uh, I bring him on and find out a little bit about him. Uh, but almost right off the bat... They got into it, and honestly, it didn't sound like Joe was buying a lot of it. Uh, the guy talks well, and he talks really quickly, like a lot of politicians. The first thing he discussed is he wants to cut funding for schools in New York State. So his issue is people are moving out of New York State. It's too expensive. It's not lending room for new businesses. 
and there's just kind of a lot of corruption and bullshit going on in that city that really needs to change and the school system sucks so they're all moving to like connecticut or something or delaware or i don't know just different places uh yeah and he's trying to keep families there so one of his plans is to cut funding for schools initially and just like joe brought up you're like wait what the fuck you're gonna cut funding and hope it gets better it sounds like a bad plan but what larry sharp is saying is is he's saying right by cutting funding you're going to get rid of a lot of the administrators. The administrators are just kind of getting in the way with paperwork, and it's going to force teachers to innovate. Um, the example that he gave was that in the Google company, they allowed their employees to spend 20% of their time working on whatever project they want, as long as they're open and transparent about it, which is something Larry Sharp talked about. He would say you got to be open and transparent you know, with everything that you do, and he plans to be. Which for a politician, I'm like, nah, sounds like bullshit, but maybe. Good luck to you. So with the Google example, he's saying that people went off, ran different projects. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. Not everyone did it, but they found some new interesting ideas uh, that they could implement within the company. And his idea in some way is you do the same thing with the school system, with the teachers. You give them some time to play. Instead of constantly having these standardized tests that you're having to take, um, you're, the, these teachers are able to just kind of like try new things, see what works, pass that knowledge on, and it evolves organically instead of just being stuck in this broken system. Joe really struggled to see his point with this. And it went on for some time, and it's, and it's kind of a little frustrating. Uh, if you're a fan of Joe Rogan, it's... Yeah, I guess we have a bias to it because you kind of are immediately on Joe's side and you're like, hmm. I mean, anytime he doesn't really see something, it just kind of, I don't know, it seems to make sense that, that, that there is an issue there, right? I mean, he thinks things out really well and and it was hard for me to see his point as well. I mean, I'm not anywhere as smart as Joe, but... I struggle to see how you give something less money and it makes more sense. I don't know. Throw that in the comments, email me, tell me what you think about it. But, you know, the, the struggle that Joe had is he's like, okay, so you give them less money. You're not really giving them any solutions. You're just kind of like cutting areas of their budget. And then somehow they're supposed to pull things together and make it work. There didn't seem to be a very defined plan there. But Larry Sharp was sure that what he was doing made sense and that it would work. And that's it. His major issue is remove standardized testing before high schools. Uh, he's saying that these tests don't really predict future success and that teachers should just come up with ex like helping kids expand their own creativity and really kind of figure out who they are. That I like. You know, but it's kind of woo-woo almost. I'm like, how do you even do that? How do you go about doing it? And, and if you're cutting budgets, how do you expect teachers to do that better than they already do with less pay? Who knows? But he brings up some other points. So they expanded beyond the idea of uh, schools and they moved on to um, areas of kind of infrastructure, right? So he started talking about how companies could name bridges. They could sponsor bridges throughout New York, and then they would not only pay for that bridge, 
but they would also like pay the government to have their name on the bridge, but they would also pay the maintenance of it, alleviating you know all the maintenance costs and more importantly removing the tolls. I don't know if you guys are in New York or if if many of you have been over there, but it, getting around is ridiculous. You have to pay so much money. Sometimes a uh, a, a toll because they do it per axle can be as high as a hundred dollars for a truck. A truck just to use a bridge. It's like. This is insane. I mean, that honestly is crazy. So the idea is you could call a bridge like Verizon Bridge or whatever, you know, AT&T Bridge, just like they do with stadiums. And then when people talk about traffic in certain areas or whatever, these companies are getting a lot of uh, time on the radio or whatever because they're like, oh, traffic on the Verizon Bridge or this has happened on the Verizon Bridge or it's going well on the Verizon Bridge. Take that one. So... I see where the incentive is, and I can see how that works, and that would be a cool, kind of fun experiment to make, uh, to see if it works for other cities to take it on. I mean, I like the idea of that, assuming that it does alleviate things like tolls and reduce taxpayer burden, um, but who knows? The government will probably just find another way to get all your money anyway, so there's that. The next big thing he liked was legalizing marijuana, uh, that and hemp. Just legalize it. Um, Treat it like onions, he said. I guess the farmers in New York are having a hell of a time. But you can grow onions. No regulations, no nothing. You can grow onions. And he talks a lot about regulations, getting rid of regulations. He wants to keep them for safety. You know, is it safer um, when there's a regulation involved? Great. But if it's just a regulation for regulation's sake and it's the kind of thing that's going to stifle small businesses and allow big corrupt businesses to move in and take everything. He's not down for that. And he wants to make some moves. Now he's never smoked weed. He's not a guy that does or or does shrooms. And that Joe was like, what the hell? I can't trust you. Even though he's kind of being funny. I mean, isn't it kind of true these days? Come on now. Can we take anyone seriously that doesn't smoke marijuana? But the idea that he's behind it, he believes in the health benefits and the pain reduction and all the rest of it. He's saying that's definitely something that he wants to get into. Um, and overall, I'd say I really like the conversation. I mean, I'm, I'm skeptical of what he could do, but he's saying all he needs to do is raise $2 million and he's going to win this. That's going to be enough advertising and enough time um, in front of the camera to get people to really see his message and they're going to give it a shot. And, and what was beautiful is the way that he ended it was great. Um, because uh, he may not be right, but he's started the conversation. And that was something big that he brought up. He goes, look, if I don't win, that's fine. I'll go back to doing whatever. He didn't, he seemed to genuinely just care about New York State and wanting it to be better so people want to live there. And once he's done it, he's happy to go back to just the private sector or retirement or whatever he wants. You know, he, I like that. That gives me faith when when I hear that from a politician. You know, I'm still yet to see one that actually follows through and doesn't just become useless and corrupt in his own way. But this is definitely a good way to start. And whoever's in right now, whoever the governor of New York is right now, kind of wants to run for uh, president up against uh, Trump in the next election. So his mind is kind of already focused somewhere else. I don't know. I, I liked where it was at, and I liked that Joe brings these guys forward to have a dialogue. And, and Joe gets into it. He's not a kiss-ass. You know, we, we all know this, but 
It was fantastic. So check it out. Thank you for listening. Again, throw me some comments. Uh, I'm updating my uh, the the Gmail. So um, the Gmail right now is the J R E review. Um, I don't wait. Hold on. I'm being stupid. No, I changed this again. I gotta look this up. But uh, yeah, shoot me an email. Let me know as soon as I figure out what it is. Let me know what you think. And it's the Joe Rogan Experience Review at uh, gmail.com. And uh, like I said, I'm always looking to improve this and bring better knowledge. I'm changing the format all the time. I'm only like 20 podcasts in. So give me some time and I'm going to get this all in order. And thank you so much again. Love you guys. Peace.